Hello and welcome back to the Keep It Head Up Podcast. I'm your host Shakir and today we are finally back and I'm joined with Lucas Flores. Lucas, how are you doing today? I'm pretty good Shakir, how are you doing? So I'm good. Lucas, I'm a freshman at uh, City College and uh, I'm here to talk about some local issues. Alrighty, so let's hop right into it. Um, what's the importance of changing the street in Yomerto in Santa Barbara? Well, you know, Indio Muerto in Spanish literally means uh, dead Indian, and uh, mm-hmm. that's that's not great. You know, Santa Barbara holds such a, a rich culture for the Chumash people, and uh, it shines a negative light on on that by literally blatantly putting out dead native. And so yeah. it, it was recently changed to uh, Kutash Street in uh, in honor of the Chumash people because. It's 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 a terrible thing just to have that as a sign. Totally. And people go by it every day and don't really think about it. Oh, for sure. And like, are there a couple other street signs or anything else in Santa Barbara where people don't fully understand the context or the even the blatant meaning of the street sign or whatever? Yeah, you know, all around the mission, there's, there's, uh, there's signs that pay homage to the 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 friars and the padres of of the mission system in in Santa Barbara and the mission in Santa Barbara and you know the missions it's a beautiful building but it's it it stands in the light of something negative it was it was there it was built to convert native people and um it's not right you know Junipero Serra Street you know Junipero Serra was not a great guy you know he 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 forced native people to convert to Catholicism. He he forced people to to do things that they didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. And you know there were some willing people, but he spread disease and killed thousands. And it was just really negative. Mm-hmm. And then it's really important that people like really understand what these things mean, right? Because yeah yeah it's it's we have such a rich history but people just skim over things you know? mm-hmm. and then so like oh, uh didn't you? yeah like uh the old spanish days you know it's a it's a beautiful time but it's it's all it's beautiful for all the wrong reasons mm-hmm. it's it's got great music great food and all that but we're literally dancing over native people were we're not giving them the respect that they deserve mm-hmm. it's it's kind of a, a spat in, or a spit in the face just kind of no respect in that manner for sure and uh, so i'm pretty sure that you believe that there's some more signs or basically any a lot of things that still need to be changed yeah 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 you know we need to we need to honor you know native people we need to we need to change some more street signs you know uh padre sarah street obviously needs to be changed it's it is history but it's the wrong history it's it's not right i hear you all right well move on to the next little issue in santa barbara um well, not little issue but next thing we're going to talk about is the, the murals so what's happening now with the 
Campesinos Deportes and Los Niños de Maíz murals at Ortega Park? Well, they were scheduled to be destroyed to build a new park over Ortega's old park. Mm-hmm. Or Ortega, Ortega Park. And, you know, Ortega Park's been around forever. You know, I grew up swimming there, learning how to swim, playing soccer at the YMCA. Mm-hmm. And, you know, growing up, going by, seeing all those murals, it brought a sense of pride. And Santa Barbara has made no plans to preserve or catalog them. And uh, I think they should be saved for future generations. For sure. So what's, what's, the, what's the history behind these murals? So the campesinos are, were, were drawn or were painted in 1979, back when uh, issues were still prevalent in the, the field workers and farm workers. And campesinos literally mean camp workers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, these people worked so hard in these fields to provide uh, strawberries, you know, lemons, oranges, avocados, all these things that are so well known in California. And they just want to tear them down and and put up a park. And it's 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 honestly it's a shame. All right. And I know you already talked about the importance of these murals to you, but uh, why should they rather be preserved and just destroyed? Because it, 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 it gives a sense of pride to people mm-hmm. when, when you walk by them, you know. It's good to see your own culture in your own town when everything changes around you. It should hold some semblance of what was. For sure. And, like, why do we need, like, this culture to be preserved? So, like, I mean, we already know why, but, like, what's the importance behind keeping that culture around so we can look back and, like, look at it? You know, it... It shows us, you know, the campesinos had such a great work ethic, you know, they were hardworking people and it can inspire people to work hard as well. You know, times have changed and, you know, there you need a change in. Uh, no, I hear you on that. Cut. Are you good? Yeah. Yeah. But um, just like looking at all this stuff, I'm just trying to like uh, just embracing all this stuff that's happening how does like crisis fatigue play into all this you know it's it builds up you see all this stuff getting torn down you see all this change and it uh it wears on you you know with social media you see uh riots all over the world you see the pandemic you know covid we can't we can't advocate for these murals safely Mm -hmm. it's it's difficult it's just, and so it just starts it's eating into you it's, it's just yeah it builds up mm-hmm. and so social media it's a really double-edged sword because you can you can get your message out but then you receive so many other messages and people just say so many things and it it wears and then you reach a point where you see this change and then you think you know what else can you do and you have to start the whole process over again. Mm-hmm. And it feels like it feels like Atlas, you know, rolling the world up the hill just to, to have it come right back down. I hear you. And like, how does advocating for these things to start to affect you mentally? You know, it all it all piles up, you know, the stress and the anxiety wears. And, you know, you feel like you can't do anything when really there's a lot you can do. I hear you. And it's just having to stay active. And when you stagnate and don't do anything, you know, 
it it builds up and eats away and then either you boil over or you simmer down and you don't want to get to the point where you need where you boil over because it 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 negatively affects your life in every way for sure and then you have you have to build yourself back up Mm -hmm. and i I know you're telling me the other day that you're trying almost going through this but how'd you get out of this slump I the sad thing was I I needed to go to the ER. I needed medical intervention because you know it was difficult. It was really tough. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing all my peers moving forward and me staying stuck in the same position. You know, it ate away at me, and I realized you know I am making moves towards um, a better future. For sure. I just I just couldn't see it because I was in my own head in the the simplest way to put it i was in my own head it's just almost hard to get out of your own head really (laughs) yeah (laughs) and so it's just it's staying active it's it's setting little goals for yourself it's it's like uh doing five push-ups ten push-ups you know going for a run uh riding your bike cleaning up even a little bit little things because yeah the little things add up and then they develop into big things, you know? <laughs> this, we might not realize it at first, but then once you start going at it, then it all starts to come together again, yeah? Yeah, just got to chip away at stuff. For sure. And so, what's your biggest advice, biggest piece of advice to people struggling with this? You know, just don't give up hope. I I gave up hope, and I, I sort of crawled up, and I said, you know, screw it. I don't care. I'm just going to crawl up and not even worry about myself i'll just succumb to all my issues that's not the right way to do it you got to find someone to talk to and just let it out release it all don't bottle yourself and up. then yeah don't bottle yourself up once once you let it all out you can grow indeed and don't over yeah and don't overwhelm yourself because when you overwhelm yourself it's just it's just constant bombardment of thoughts and emotions that you don't know how to deal with or maybe you do it's just it's all circumstantial <laughs> yeah alrighty well thank you Lucas for coming on the show appreciate you man yeah of course anytime <laughs> and thank you everyone for tuning in to the Keep Your Head Up podcast and uh, remember kids keep your head there up there you go <laughs> <laughs> alrighty